There are days when it feels like things don't go right, that life is hard, that you want to curl up and go to bed and block everything out. But the truth is you have options. I'm going to share more in this episode on how to do that. You're listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. women and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I'm Diane Rolston, your host, and I'm so excited to be able to talk about the truth of how to turn a bad day into a good day. So can you change a bad day into a good day? Is it easy? Is it hard? Is the coronavirus driving you nuts? Over the past couple of weeks, I've had a little bit more of my husband's support because he's been at home. He hasn't been working. And now I'm into the second week with my children. They're five and eight. And I cannot say that it's been a complete joy at all. And so I want to share my experience of how to change the bad days of the kids, bad days that you're overwhelmed, bad days when things aren't going well, into good ones. This is also brought up because one of the women in my Dynamic Women community She was really wondering this. She was wondering, how am I going to be able to do it all? And she doesn't just have the business to take care of, but she has a business that is a brick and mortar. So now she's moving everything online. And she also has a little bit more of a struggle because her husband has some mental health issues. And so she really is a one-woman show, having to take care of her daughter, the dog, and him, as well as bringing a full-time income. This has really been the inspiration for doing this, and also me sharing this out of necessity. So first, I want you to ask yourself, what do you do when you're having a bad day? Do you do something positive, something helpful? Do you go and eat a chocolate bar? (laughs) Do you want to scream? Do you jump in the shower or have a nice candlelit bath? Do you go running? Do you try and block everything out? Ask yourself first when you're having a bad day, what do you do in those moments? And the reason why I ask this is because if you know that you're having a bad day or in a bad moment, then knowing where you go will also tell you what you need. So let me share a little bit about part of one of my days this week. For those that don't know, I run a business. My business is coaching, curriculum development, speaking, and I run a women's community called Dynamic Women. So I have a lot of balls going and I'm juggling a lot of things. And I also have the two children I mentioned earlier. And for now, they're at home. And so I'm trying to do all of these things. And by trying, I mean, it's extremely hard because I am capable of many things. That's the A type in me, the high achiever in me, maybe you're the exact same way. And so you can get a lot done, but in a bad day or in a, you know, having the kids at home or in other situations, there are added obstacles and moms out there, you get what I mean. Kids are added obstacles when you have things that you need to do. Now, I know that I could just put my business and my work away, but I do have some commitments that I want to stick to. And 
I want to talk about what you're going to do in order to get through this. And even if I had the whole day to hang out with my kids, meaning I wasn't working, either I had time off or I was a stay-at-home mom, you know, I could go for bike rides, take them to the park, do crafts, do baking, organize my home, read to them, play. But still, that is hard with kids, right? The 100% focus on them is still hard. And I get it for my stay-at-home moms that are listening and stay-at-home dads. And the truth is, I can't focus 100% on them because I have other responsibilities. And I think I'd just lose my marbles. And so based on how things are going, I've had to pull back a lot. I'm doing a lot less than I was maybe doing before. And I have about, you know, two hours in the day where I'm like able to be specifically focused, where the kids are doing their own thing completely. And how are they doing their whole thing? Top secret. They're on screens, right? You probably know that. Um, but then when you add in the component of homeschooling that I, that I have to do, and I know the teachers are saying, don't worry about it. You don't have to homeschool so much. Like, don't worry about it. Just chill. Don't freak out about it. I'm not freaking out about it. But the truth is that my kids are already behind a little bit in literacy, you know, in reading. So my daughter was supposed to go to the literacy center for these few months. And it was going to be great because she was going to get, you know, that extra, extra level of support that she needed and she was going to get back up to her reading level and it's not happening now obviously because they can't go to school and so I'm having to pick up not just the school reading but that extra reading that we're needing to do and I know again I can pull back and so can many of you but I feel a sense of responsibility because my kids are behind and so I don't know if that's just because they're December babies, so they're younger than the rest of their grade, or we didn't read enough to them. But frankly, it doesn't, doesn't even matter. The key thing is that I'm now a full-time daycare. I am now uh, homeschooling, and I also have a business to run. And again, I say I'm trying because there are obstacles at home to having kids there. So I, I know a lot of you who are listening you're in that place of like, man, everything she's saying is true. <laughs> and you may be feeling that pressure of like, oh, well, if I don't have a book written by the end of this time, or if I haven't done all this personal development, or I, I haven't achieved a ton by the end of this time, organized my whole home, done all these home reno projects that I'm a failure. If you haven't saved the world while you're at home from COVID-19. If you haven't saved the world, you're not a failure. If you haven't read 20 books, you're not a failure. If you haven't mastered social media or other programs, you're, you're, it's not a, you're not a failure. And you haven't wasted your time. Like, are you kidding me? The people that are shaming other people right now for like not doing all these crazy things. Yeah, you, you do that at home when you're not working and you have no one else to be responsible for. That's awesome. And if I can go back to the having a bad day piece, a lot of times we're having a bad day because we're not able to step up to the responsibility level, the achievement level that we want to. And it's not always possible to kill it in all areas of your business, whether you have kids at home or, or whatever other thing is causing you to have obstacles. And you may be sitting there thinking, oh, 
Diane, but it is possible. Everything's possible. Just you need to change your mindset. Trust me, I have mindsetted myself all over this thing. (laughs) And the reality of where I'm at, the reality of where this woman in my community is at, is that we have, you know, a lot of times exhausted all possible options. And so I just want to say, if you are trying hard, if you are doing everything possible, if you've worked on your mindset and it's still hard, I'm with you. I hear you. A lot of the trouble with feeling good about your day and having a good day comes also from not feeling balanced, right? You work all day and then you maybe aren't exercising or your marriage isn't where you want it to be or your other relationships. The professional coaching tool I use called the Wheel of Life, it's all about balance, We spend so much of our time focused on the success rather than focused on satisfaction. And so when we're focused on success and achievement, then that can kill our mental health. Because what happens is we're always chasing that success level, that higher success. And success truly is fleeting Satisfaction is something you can have every single day of your life, but success is fleeting. Now, if you're wanting to get that wheel of life, I'm happy to share it with you. I just don't like to just give it on my website without the proper explanation. So if you want that from me, please email me, diane at dianerolston.com. And I'll make sure that you can get a copy of that. So when you can balance your life according to satisfaction you then know what it means to be happy in the different areas. And when crazy things happen like COVID-19 or maybe a death in the family or surgery or whatever it is, you can go into maintenance mode. So you can just maintain what it is in the different areas so that you can get through what life is throwing you. What's really sad is that last year, I know five different women who lost their husbands due to cancer. These were all young men or youngish men that still had lots of life to live. And so I'm imagining that right now in their lives, they are not just going through bad days, but COVID-19 days and grief. So how does a woman like that, maybe that's your story, Maybe you've had some other tragedy. How do you get through bad days? If this is resonating with you, please post a comment or reach out to me. So what are the steps that you should take when you're having a bad day? Well, first of all, when you're having a good day, really figure out where that satisfaction lies by using the wheel of life. You'll be able to find out what's going on. You always need to evaluate first. Why? Because your saboteur could be telling you that some things are really, really bad or they're not happening as maybe you want them to. And you might not even realize that something is really, really good in your life because you haven't been able to have the bird's eye view that the wheel of life gives you. For any of my clients listening right now, I encourage you to, to go to the Dynamic Balance program to grab the wheel of life and go through that or do it in the Traction and Action Toolkit, whichever one that you have access to. And if you would like either of those programs, again, reach out to me, Diane, at dianerolston.com. So the first step 
as I mentioned, was evaluating where you're at. And the second step is then to measure your life based on your satisfaction. So don't base it on success. There's a very big difference here. Satisfaction is contentment. Satisfaction means you can be happy now rather than waiting to be happy in the future when you've achieved something. And measuring life according to success means you're always kind of raising the bar. It's yes, it's good to succeed. It's good to achieve. It's good to have all those things happening for you and getting those great results. But if you're absolutely miserable on the way to those results, like who wants that? You want to attempt to be happy every single day, every minute of every day of your life without that being a pressure at all. So the second step, measure your life according to your satisfaction. And once you know where you're at in your life, really asking yourself, what do I need right now? Keyword is, what do I need? Need, not want. What do you need right now? So come up with a list. Looking at all the different areas of life, and ask yourself, what do I need in each area? The cool thing about knowing that is that that's going to give you your top priorities right now. Then you can just focus on those rather than focusing on everything else that you could possibly do right now. The second question you want to ask yourself is, what do I want right now? That might give you some different answers to what do I need. Some might be the same. So ask yourself the question of what do you want and what do you want in all areas of life? So maybe some of my examples could be, I need my children to not fight me on stuff. I need my children to just do their work and let me do my work sometimes. What do I want? Maybe I want to get my next program ready. Is that a need? No. A need is I need to be able to have food in the fridge. What is a want? I want to be able to go out for dinner. Or I want to get takeout. What is a need? Probably need to have more sleep. What do I want? I want to sleep in. But the needing more sleep is more important than sleeping in. So you can kind of get the idea. And there's no judgment here as to what your needs and wants are. But think about all areas of life. What do I need right now? And what do I want right now? Again, if you have my Traction and Action Toolkit or Dynamic Balance, the program, you're going to want to continue on through it in order to come up with your goals based on your needs and your wants. The next question to ask yourself is, what do you have control over? And how is this linked to a bad day? Well, oftentimes the things that we are fretting about, that we let, you know, take us out in our confidence or or just the things that really frustrate us is all about us trying to get oftentimes the things we want rather than just the things that we need. And then when we look at how to have control over it, if we don't have control over it, we can often get frustrated with other people, but we don't have control over other people. We only have control of ourselves by really checking in with what I need and what I want and then what I have control over, it's helping me to really navigate this time with the kids at home. If what I need to do is record this podcast, then how does that compare to my need for the kids to not be on electronics? Which one is going to win? Which one do I have control over? 
I have control over myself. And I also have control over letting them just, you know, watch YouTube kids or watch a movie on TV. If my need to get this podcast done is much higher than that. So my client and the woman in my community who really is having to do it all herself, I gave her permission, gave her permission, just like put her child on TV. If she really needs it, put a movie on her need to be able to teach her classes was much higher because otherwise her business could fold. The family would not have money for food. This is big stuff. That is more important in that moment than having you know, her daughter do something educational. And again, it's only four classes in the day, four hours where the rest of the day she has control over what happens, what she wants to happen with her daughter and what she wants to happen with herself. So maybe you need permission as well. Maybe you need permission to just chill out a little bit and to not put so much pressure on yourself. I also want to talk about what to do in the exact moment that you're having a bad day, in the exact moment that you're triggered in some way or you're frustrated or whatever it may be. What it might come down to is the words you're using. And I don't mean the words with someone else. I mean the words with yourself. Maybe you're using the words like try or I'm not sure. I don't know. And maybe your saboteur is speaking up. So it's not even you. It's those limiting beliefs coming for you. So catch what you're saying in these moments. Write them down. Maybe you need to change the words that you're using to really affirm and empower yourself. So I'll share the other day, I was really having a hard time with my son. He was throwing a tamper tantrum and wanted to get out of the house and I could not let him leave the house. And so he was kicking and screaming and biting and scratching and yelling and doing whatever he could in his little five-year-old self to get what he wanted. I needed him to stay inside. It was a bad day. After one hour of this, it was ex hard. We were both exhausted. And at that time, I needed to forgive myself and forgive him and to have some grace. In that exact moment, I actually prayed as he was hitting me to get God's support and guidance, have the Holy Spirit come and wrap around him. And so if you are a person of faith... That is an option that you could pray in that moment. At least what you need to do is say, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm doing the best that I can. Do not let yourself tell yourself that you're terrible. Get away from the negative self-talk and empower yourself. Show yourself some grace and forgiveness. So your words are really important. How you talk about yourselves is important. We want to get away from the negative self-talk and reprogram how our brain is thinking about us and affirmations are a really great choice in this case. And then just checking with our language. So in that situation with my son, I could say, I am a strong woman. I'm capable of a lot. I can figure this out. I have patience. I have wonderful people supporting me. And so I'm speaking in an affirmation space. I'm speaking in a gratitude space. And this is going to help you to stay in that energetic resonance rather than being negative, which really depletes 
our energy. And you'll be more dissonant in that place, having that negative energy. So the key thing is to catch what you're saying, because just like it's important to put the right food in your body to nurture you, it's important to put the right words into your body, into your mind, because your thoughts become your feelings, become your actions, become your behaviors and so on. And so I don't want it to come out in that end that everything is negative all the way along. So get some affirmations, dial it in fully. And then the next piece is having a perspective shift. So if the perspective is the way that you're viewing something, you need to change it into a more positive perspective. So rather than thinking, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst day ever. Everything is terrible. I'm overwhelmed. I have all this happening. I'll never get it done. Instead, something like I'm doing the best I can at this time or life isn't that hard. Or maybe even you go to a place of, I'm figuring this all out and tomorrow's going to be better than today. Especially right now with COVID-19, you don't want to be thinking, oh, COVID-19 is making all these people sick and many people are dying and we have to stay home and this is the most horrible time ever. What if you pivoted, changed your perspective to, wow, I have time to connect more with my family this is so good. I get to finish off some projects I'm working on. Or I get to have a slower pace in life and get back to what really matters. Having these type of perspectives is going to really help you to stay in control, stay in resonance, and be in a much more powerful space. So with the affirmations, you check your words with a perspective, you check how you're looking at something. And as a coach, sharing this with you in a podcast is so much harder because as a coach, I ask you the questions and I'm helping you process through maybe the bad day, the bad thoughts or whatever the struggles that it may be. And usually in that case, about 80% of our time together is me asking so that you can share lots and then only the last like 20% of a, of a session is me actually sharing ideas. And so in a podcast, I'm just telling you options. I'm telling you ideas and I'm guessing the story that you could be living right now. And so in this episode and in every episode, I do it based on the clients that I've had, the stories I've heard, the people that come up to me at the end of a talk and share with me what's going on or how what I did resonated with them. And so if you need more, more time, more coaching with me, that's totally cool. Reach out to me, dianadinerolston.com, and we'll get you a session booked. My biggest hope in doing this podcast is that something that I've said is helpful to you, that you take something that I share and you apply it to your life. Just yet today, I received a bunch of Facebook voice messages from a woman who applied the technique of how to reach out to people in a non-salesy way through messenger. That's something that I did on my life coach, Diane or Diane Rolson business page. It's a Facebook live every Tuesday. I do at 10 o'clock Pacific time, 10 AM. I do the Diane Rolston show. And so on there, I just share, you know, just like I do on the podcast, I share a little bit about something that you can work on something that I'm seeing 
And I got the most lovely voicemail today saying, I actually tried that. And where I'm in marketing, I didn't know about that. And, and I tried it and it worked. And like, I just want to let you know that that's awesome. So I know I'm making a difference. I hope I'm making a difference in your life as well. So subscribe to these podcasts so that you don't miss out on any of them. Leave me a review. Let me know how things are. Comment on these or reach out to me. And at this time, even though we're all social distancing, or as I like to say, physical distancing, reach out to others. If you're having a bad day, reach out. You have people in your life that this is the time that they can support you. And if you feel like I don't got anybody in my life, join a group or reach out to an organization that can support you. You matter. And having a bad day doesn't mean you have to be silent. I've given you some tools today, you know, evaluate where you are in life. Measure your satisfaction by using the wheel of life rather than measuring your success. Ask yourself, what do you need? What do you want? What are you in control of? And then use affirmations and use perspective shifts in order to have life be a little bit easier than it is now. My wish for you is that you only have good days, but I know that's not reality. So I hope you can implement some of the things that I have shared today. Let me know how it goes. And until next time, stay dynamic. Bye. dynamic women for joining us today please hop on over to itunes to subscribe and leave us a review who do you know who needs to hear our message we'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family if you're ready to be more dynamic have more balance and more success head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book stay dynamic